You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. It has been a while since the last one of these, and I'm surprised at how many people I have tell me that they're missing what's going on with the podcast. And and the reality here, and I mentioned this in the last couple, is that when things get particularly dicey, you know, we do a whole lot more one-on-ones with clients, and the this is one of those times where... We're dealing and working directly with clients to make sure that we're showing up our plans, showing up our investment strategies, and making sure that we're on the right track. But I don't want to leave you out from this. And so we are doing a podcast. We have some other things here in the works coming up. We've got a casual Friday webcast coming up this Friday and some other things going on here in October and November as we get into the fall. And it as we record this today on the 28th, we had a huge run up in markets, a massive bounce, uh, seemingly based really on the central bank uh, in the UK coming to the rescue from uh, what is looking like a bond, uh, uh, a bond mess, really. Uh, going on there as liquidity kind of dries up and and rates are flying around and currency issues are going on. But we're going to take a little bit wider view because despite the fact that we had a really good day today, uh, and if we move up from here, this could be the bottom, the reality is, is that markets worldwide have been down. They were down sharply last week. The S&P 500 index finished over 3% lower and that was for the fourth week in the past five. Uh, and until today, we were on pace to add another negative week to the list. I, and really, investors are worried that given third quarter earnings warnings that we've been getting and other signs of a slowing economy, that the Federal Reserve is steering the economy into a ditch or a hard landing or whatever you want to call it in their attempt to curb price pressures that we've got. When I say price pressures, I mean inflation. And when we say hard landing, we're really talking about a recession here. Let's not mince words. And and moreover, many participants of the market believe that the third quarter estimates uh, that are going to be coming out in October and have been slashed really since the end of June well, are going to have to be cut further because of a deteriorating economic landscape. And the ugliness doesn't just stop with equities. Bonds have been pulling back as well. If you're paying attention, if you have a diverse portfolio here, uh, the Bloomberg Aggregate Bond Index finished last week lower also as inflation and the Fed's hawkish stance really remains the major theme in bond markets this year as well. High yield corporate bonds, agency back, agency mortgage backed securities or MBS, uh, they've underperformed treasury securities so far in this month. And as you might imagine, with 30-year mortgage rates climbing above 6% and even yesterday above 7%, according to some reports on the national amounts, uh, refinancing activity has decreased. Um, some mortgage brokers have described it really as crickets. I mean, refinancing activity is down 80 or 90% with no hope in sight that refinancing, refinancing activity is going to resume to uh, levels we were at just five or six months ago. So what's causing all of this? Right, that's the question that we've got to answer here. We're going to try and answer on on this podcast at least at this moment. In a word, I guess in two words, the Fed. 
right? The Federal Reserve, it's central banks that are driving this stuff. As interest rates move higher, or as inflation rather moves higher, interest rates are forced to to deal with this. And so last week, uh, the Federal Open Market Committee increased the target rate of the uh, the Fed fund rate by 75 basis points, or in normal person speak, that's three quarters of a percent. Now to, and so that's now up to a three and a quarter percent upper bound level. And they really delivered a more pessimistic outlook in their published summary of their economic projections. Uh, and the committee hiked rates at this magnitude for the third consecutive time now. And the Federal Reserve Chair, uh, Jay Powell, signaled, quote, ongoing increases will be appropriate. They are not letting off the gas, even though they're using kind of backward looking information. Um, we're not backward. When I say backward looking, it's past information. You know, we're not doing forecasts. We're looking at what's been going on, not what's about to be going on. But either way, they're tightening. And what's really going on here is the, the Fed is willing to sacrifice growth in the future for lower inflation. So at this point, we really expect a, uh, another 75 basis points or three quarters of a percent hike at the next meeting in November with additional heights, hikes in the following meetings. So I will, my guess is probably at lower levels in that three quarters of a percent. Now, if the, if the economy shows resiliency and headline inflation doesn't ease as much as policymakers would prefer, I think the Fed fund rate could each reach four and a half percent or maybe higher by mid 2023. And I don't think I'm alone in that prediction. Uh, I'll link to one of the LPL charts of the day in the show notes. And, and what you'll actually see in that is if, if, if you take a look, the Fed has a whole lot more work to do in slowing demand and thereby slowing the rate of inflation. So we have further to go here. And keep in mind, and I've mentioned this in the past, that the Federal Reserve is trying to engage in demand destruction. That's what's going on here, right? The Fed, if we think about inflation as a supply and demand issue, there's too much demand and not enough supply. Well, the Fed can't make more widgets, right? They can't increase supply on their own and quickly. And so what do they do? They make every effort to decrease demand. We're not talking about if rates are higher, yeah, mortgages are more expensive and the housing market's going to cool off or even freeze. And new car purchases and you know, all this goofiness about used cars being more expensive than they are when you bought them. Um, that's going to go away. But this also kind of filters into like small, the rates for business loans. If a dentist's office is trying to replace the x-ray, x-ray equipment or something like that, right? This, this finds, it, finds its way into to other parts of the economy. And keep in mind that the Fed tightening cycle doesn't always induce a recession. So take 2018, for example, right? Rates were going up. Markets were getting killed for three months. But eventually, you know, I we made it into 2019 and things were, were going okay. But the here and now in 2022, the Fed is acting particularly aggressively to combat nagging inflation. As a result, there is a real risk of recession in 2023. I mean, if we do, in fact, get a recession in 2023, it is going to be the most widely telegraphed recession we've ever had. Uh, and the question some people are even asking is, why aren't we going to have a recession this year? And and despite bad markets, consumer spending is still hanging on, really. I mean, people are spending. They're, they're drawing down their savings and running up their credit cards, but they're still doing it. And oh, also, by the way, the labor market is still red hot and positions aren't being filled. So you can't have those kinds of numbers. Uh, consumer spending still hanging on, labor market still hot, and have a recession on your hands at the same time. But the real worry here is that the labor market's going to soften and consumers are going to hit some sort of breaking point where spending is going to have to slow 
down because rates are so high and job losses are starting to mount. And then you get with that home prices starting to drop. That's a, and like I said, that's a good example of a market cooling off because of higher borrowing costs. We're going to see some similar things going on in other, other parts of the market. So if a recession is on the way, what does that look like for all of us, for us as investors? Well, the Fed's new forecast for 2023 GDP growth is 1.2% with an unemployment rate of 4.5%. And I mentioned already the unemployment rate could increase because the Fed pushes the economy into recession, or the unemployment rate could rise because the millions of individuals on the sidelines finally decide to re-enter the work workforce uh, during kind of an unfortunate time where job openings are starting to dissipate. I mean, nothing's going to take you off the sidelines with prices going up when you thought that perhaps a family could make it on one one income or you could maybe retire early only to find out that, you know, a pound of bacon is twice as much as it was before and you need to go back to work. Um, that will take That can take people off of the sidelines here. The, the new unemployment rate forecast of four and a, 4.4% for both 2023 and 2024 from the Federal Reserve seems reasonable to me. Uh, the economy is going to be better off the sooner the unemployment reach rate reaches the so-called natural rate of unemployment, which is, um, you know, probably, well, certainly people looking for jobs being closer to equilibrium with the available jobs, right? And we are way out of whack at this point. You know, that's the natural rate of unemployment is really the rate that's not too low and inflationary, but not too high and recessionary, right? We've got a, it's the Goldilocks old porridge too hot, porridge too cold. So the bottom line here, I think in a, in a, in a sentence, the economy is on unsure footing right now. Chairman Powell warned that no one knows whether this process will lead to a recession or if so, how significant that recession will be. I think that's probably true and coming directly from the Federal Reserve, who I will say up to this point has gotten it wrong. Right, they should have been raising rates a year earlier. We'll see if they're getting it right this time, but I think there's there's pretty wide agreement that recessions on the way. Does this mean it's all doom and gloom? Is there just no hope left? No, of course not. The one bright spot here is that inflation may be rolling over. We're already seeing August rents decline in some markets across the U.S. Imported imported food prices are declining. So the upcoming inflation reports could be surprisingly better than expected. You know, October 13th is when we're going to get the CPI report. A lot of people are waiting for that one. Uh, we got a, a better than expected report in June, and you saw what happened with markets then. Um, we're going to get the next one mid-October. And the last bear market we had, as I mentioned, was really premised on inflation numbers ceasing to get worse. Uh, so it may not take a lot for investors to respond favor favorably to what looks like inflation relief here. Another good thing is that we're not having to wait too long for the impacts from recent uh Fed rate hikes to pass through the mortgage markets and other credit markets. So keep an eye on auto sales, credit card usage, uh, residential real estate, personal loan demand. As things soften, there's going to be less of a need for rate hikes, which markets are going to celebrate. We might even wind up with one of those bad news is good news situations for investors where loan demand and real estate is dropping so quickly that the Federal Reserve kind of is getting signs that they can lay off these aggressive rate hikes. Unfortunately, though, other areas of the real economy have yet to feel the full impact of the aggressive rate hikes from the Fed. So far, some remaining recession indicators are holding up, but the odds are quickly stacking up for a recession next year. 
And as I said, probably one of the most uh, telegraphed recessions in history. And markets are pricing in as much, right? That's what we've been doing here uh, since that bear market rally peaked in the middle of August. So here we go. We're in the middle of the storm right now. And when things look bleak is often when we have some of our best investing opportunities. Look back, May of 2020, February 2009, into the tech wreck. Years later, every investors, our clients, people still lament about how they should have continued investing or shouldn't have bailed out. So consider this as you think about your next steps, right? Markets have fallen as far as they have in years. So you've done the hard part, right? You've done the work for the setup for the rebound in the future. So don't step on your own feet now and say to yourself, oh, if I had only stayed invested in October of 2022, you don't want to be that kind of investor. I'm going to leave it there. It feels good to be back running this podcast again. Uh, hopefully, we'll be doing more of these in the future and a little bit more consistent posting schedule. Um, this Friday, uh, which is going to be the last day of September, what is that, the 30th? Uh, we're going to be doing our casual Friday webcast, which will be posted again after the fact on YouTube, so you can check us out there. Um, we've got some client events coming up, some webinars that I'll talk more about in future episodes of the podcast. Until then, if you have questions, you can email us at info at fordfg.com. My name is Brian Ullman. I look forward to talking to you in the next one. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.